0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. While Ford is seeing strong demand for the electric F-150 Lightning, it already has 120,000 reservations. And because of that demand, Ford is doubling the production target for the pickup. It now plans to build 80,000 annually by 2024 instead of 40,000. And it will spend an additional $850 million to reach that goal. The second generation of the F-150 Lightning is scheduled to come out in 2025. It will be built on Ford's new TE-1 truck architecture and will have a production target of 160,000 units annually. While it feels like some Americans will never figure out how to properly use a roundabout, they do improve safety by reducing the likelihood of a head-on or T-bone collision. And a study from the IIHS shows that converting to roundabouts reduced injury crashes by 47% in Carmel, Indiana, which has more of them than any other city in the US. But a particular type of roundabout, called a double teardrop or wishbone, is especially good at reducing crashes that result in injury, like 84% good. This design squashes the circle at the center, which allows them to be used at locations where surface streets cross with a freeway or higher-speed road. It means you no longer have slow-moving cars passing directly over a high-speed road. One other interesting finding from the study is that multi-lane roundabouts saw an increase of non-injury crashes. The age of silicones began at Fonker more than 70 years ago. Whether you're looking for thermal management of battery systems or the protection of electronics, let your innovations be powered by Vocker silicones. Visit us at vokker.com. e-mobility, powered by Vocker silicones. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous. Just like the manufacturing world. But will always be one thing. A reliable partner for our customers. A number of countries around the world have announced plans to get more electric vehicles on their roads. And now Indonesia is the latest. But unlike other countries, which are focusing on passenger cars, Indonesia is targeting motorcycles. And that's because as of 2019, the country has 112 million motorcycles on its roads compared to just 15 million cars. So it's launching a pilot program to convert gas-powered motorcycles to electric. By 2030, it wants 30 million electric motorcycles, including converted ones, along with 2.2 million electric cars. It also has plans to convert public buses to electric, and by 2050, it's pledging to end all ICE vehicle sales. The supplier, Scheffler, is showing off some of the technology it will be displaying at the upcoming Munich Auto Show. First up is its third-generation steer-by-wire system. It has triple redundant backups, so it can be integrated with driver assistance systems or used for autonomous vehicles. Scheffler says the technology is ready for small-volume production. Next up is its force-feedback handwheel actuator, which replaces a conventional steering wheel and steering column. It opens up space in the vehicle and allows the steering wheel to stow in the center console when in autonomous driving mode. It's also able to suppress vibrations from the road and supports multiple steering gear ratios. The technology is modular and scalable, so it can be used in any kind of vehicle. And lastly, Scheffler will show off its rolling chassis, which is a modular, scalable platform. It features four corner modules that combine the wheel hub motor, suspension and actuator for electromechanical steering and the brakes. Volkswagen updated the Jetta for the 2022 model year. It gets a new engine, a 1.5-liter turbo that's also available in the Taos crossover, which can be mated to a 6-speed manual or 8-speed automatic. The GLI version of the Jetta keeps the same 2-liter engine from before. It can be matched to a six-speed manual or seven-speed dual-clutch transmission. The exterior styling has been refreshed with new bumpers and grille. The interior also gets an update, and it now comes standard with VW's digital cockpit that features an eight-inch driver display. The regular Jetta is available in four trims, including the new Sport trim, which replaces the R-Line model from the previous Jetta. The new Jetta arrives in the U.S., in the fourth quarter of this year. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Board Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Subaru is launching the refreshed Forester in Japan right now so it shouldn't be long before it arrives in other parts of the world. The big change here is to the front fascia. The design of the headlamps, grille, lower air inlets, and fog lamps are all, all new. However, it doesn't look like there's much different, if anything at all, with the rear end or the interior. In Japan, there's two powertrain setups. One is a hybrid that pairs a 2-liter engine with an electric motor, and the other is a sportier 1.8-liter turbo. The hybrid is also offered in Europe, while the U.S. gets a a two-and-a-half-liter engine. We'll have to wait and see if there's any changes to the powertrain lineup for those markets. Due to sales lagging behind other Japanese automakers, Mazda is shaking things up in China. It's had a 50-50 joint venture with Chang'an in the country since 2012. But now it's bringing in another Chinese automaker, F.A.W., the restructured unit, Still called Chang'an Mazda Automobile, will see both Mazda and Chang'an own 47.5% of the JV, while FAW will take the remaining 5%. Mazda says the move will help optimize its business and management system to adapt to the needs of the Chinese market. Stellantis and Foxconn have finalized their partnership. They formed a joint venture called Mobile Drive that will focus on developing smart cockpits. They'll feature AI next-gen infotainment and navigation, voice assistance, payment services, and OTA updates. These smart cockpits will first be used in Stellantis vehicles, but the idea is to expand to third-party vehicle manufacturers in the future. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks to anyone watching, listening, or reading. Autoline Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Solutions for Your Journey Intrepid Control Systems Over the Air Engineering Boost Your Game Borg Warner Propulsion Solutions That Support a Clean Energy Efficient World Voker Creating Tomorrow's Solutions And by Scheffler We Pioneer Motion.